Ready? Go. Hey, everyone. It's Heather Whaley. Frank Whaley. It's Friday, February 3rd today. And uh, we got some weather going on here. Our lights are flickering. Uh, what are you, uh, Al Roker over here? What? Talking about the weather? Well, um, there was a chance we might lose power. So that would mean that we wouldn't even be able to do this. I mean, people would be very upset about it, and I'm just it, trying to explain it. It wouldn't be our fault. It would be because there's, like, gale force winds outside. What do you think about this whole... Um... Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so now that we're now that we're done with the weather, onto onto uh, sports. Okay. Um, what do you think about this whole Andrea Riceborough thing? Somebody was talking about that the other day. Well, first of all, she was amazing in that movie. Yeah, she is brilliant in that yeah. movie. Second of all, good for her. I mean, what are the movie studios are upset because they spend millions and millions of dollars trying to get Oscars for people and this girl does her own like email campaign so they're mad about it I just think Sorry. it's crazy I think it's crazy like A that this uh, this film which um, To Leslie it's called right To Leslie yes To Leslie um, nobody saw it it made like less than 50,000 at the at the uh box office this woman gets an academy award nomination nobody's pissed because all the actors came out on their social media accounts all these big name actors came out on their social media and said that she deserves an oscar and that's how she got it that's how she got the nomination right because only the acting members of the academy can vote on it that's and right they've all voted for her so that's right that's that's how it goes. So I hope she wins. I hope she wins. I hope she wins the whole damn thing. I mean, there's, there, the, it's so stupid because if a movie studio pays millions and millions of dollars in a promotional campaign to get someone else an Oscar, right, and then that person wins the Oscar, it doesn't mean they were the best. It just means that that studio was successful in their campaign. So many people have received Academy Awards and Academy Award nominations that didn't deserve it. That's right. And um, you're, you're sitting here looking at one of them. Well, you can't see me. You can't, you're not looking at me because there's, there's like a thing between us. But you never got an Academy Award nomination. No, and I deserve one. Right, of course. But I said people have gotten Academy Awards that didn't deserve it. There you go. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that um, it's all bullshit. Because I should have gotten an Academy Award nomination for my performance in The Jimmy Show. As the hostess, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I'm not. I'm not going to agree or disagree with you. I. I. My. My. In particular, for my line, he wants to know about our caste system. Uh, there's no question that you were brilliant. There's no question that Andrea Riceboro was brilliant. I don't think that you can really compare my performance as the hostess of the Big Bonanza Family Style in the Jimmy Show with Andrea Riceboro's Academy Award nominated performance as that like terrible drunk lady no yours was much better yeah thank you i would say i would say one thing i'll tell you who doesn't deserve an academy award Uh oh here you go you're gonna be making enemies again 
is the guy that played Elvis. Oh, shut up. No, no, I love that guy. I hated that guy. I love that guy. And I hated that dumb movie. Stop. The movie was so stupid. Yeah, but it, oh my God. Tom Hanks with that, what, what, I mean, what, okay, was, what was, was he dumb. up to? That, that. Did he get nominated for Academy Award? I don't know. But, but that guy's, I like that guy. Well, that Austin guy. Austin Butler is his name. Right. I think so he's terrific. So that guy's from like Torrance, California. Sure. Why not? But he talks like. Now he talks, since he did play the part of Elvis Presley, he talks like, hey, like he, hey, 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 hey. He talks like he's from, um, you know, um, Tupelo, Mississippi. And now he says. He only talks like that when he's, when he's talking about Elvis. Like no. when he got the Golden Globe, he was talking like that. But when he was on Saturday Night Live, he didn't talk like that. No, he did. He talked like that. The, I don't it, think so. You you were probably, at, the, at that hour on a Saturday night, you were probably I was you know, mesmerized by his adorable face. Well, you were probably drunk. Possibly. By 10, you're usually half a bag down. At least half a bag. But I saw that, and I was, you know, I can handle my liquor better than you, and the guy talked like Elvis the whole time. And the reason I bring this up is because now, as of uh, today, this man in People Magazine says he's going to get rid of his Elvis Presley accent. Oh, he acknowledges that he's been doing it? Yes. Oh, next, he's going to play like a British, a British character, talking like this. Hello, my name is Austin Butler. I'm from Torrance. It's like if <laughs> it's like it's like when I played. Um, I grew up in Torrance. I was homeschooled. It's like if I continually talk like the guy from Swing Kids. How did he talk? He just talked like you, didn't yes, he? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just as guilty as as this dude is, uh, Austin Butler. But he says, um. Now he blames the now he blames the movie on on the the reason he talks like Elvis Presley. He says one song took over forty takes, um, and he says that um, during his time filming performance scenes on on Elvis Presley, that he was um, he's retained uh, the, because of all the singing he had to do, that that made him retain. This uh, accent, which is not an accent. He's just like imitating Elvis Presley. Yeah. What the hell he's talking about? That's weird. It's weird. He says, I probably damaged my vocal cords. I hope I hope they get more damaged so I don't have to hear this guy talk. You know, there there's a whole long list of people who played one role and then became that role after playing it. Yes. Right? Right. Like like Sarah Jessica Parker, when she was on sex got got the role on Sex in the City. All of a sudden, she became like a fashionista. Right. She was never that before. She right. was not known for her fashion sense before that. Right. Um, another film that was not nominated for Academy Award was Batgirl. In fact, have you heard anything about Batgirl? I, d- I didn't even know they made Batgirl. That's well, like Batman, Batgirl. The reason that you don't know this is because it's so bad, according to this article that I was reading, Batgirl... The DC Comics uh, uh, film was so horrendous that uh, it had, it had, they stopped filming it. They finished filming it, and then in the post-production, they said, you know what? This is so bad, we're not going to finish this film. Really? That never happens. That rarely happens. Okay, you know what they should have done? Instead of making the Batman Batgirl movie, they should have made a movie called Batgirl about when I was the Batgirl for the Tehran T-ball team that my brother was on. I wasn't allowed to be on the T-ball team because I was a girl. 
So my job was to go and collect the bats after the boys would bat their, at the t-ball, and then I would go pick up the bats and put them in like a row. I had to clean up. I was basically the maid cleaning up, and I got hit in the head with the ball. That would be a better movie. Studio insiders insist the decision to axe Batgirl was not driven by the quality of the film or the commitment or the, uh, uh, of the filmmakers, but by the desire for the studio slate of DC features to be at a, at a blockbuster scale. Um, that sounds like bullshit to me. Someone should make like a real low-budget, independent film of Batgirl. I would like to see that. I'll tell you what. I, 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 Only if it's about me on the Tehran T-ball team. You like that show Euphoria. I love Euphoria. It's very, um, it's a very uh, provocative show, and our daughter um, insisted um, some time ago that 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 we watch. We we, we you're going to love this. She said, you, "Let's watch. Let's watch a couple of episodes of this." And that was a big mistake. Was yeah. It after not? about five minutes, I said, "Why did you want to watch this with your parents?" And yet we continued to watch. Yeah. The entire pilot. It and was the second... mortifying for for all of us. Then I watched the rest of it of the whole series by myself. But there's lots and lots and lots and lots of sex and nudity and so forth. And you don't want to watch that with your child, of course, but... No. Um, you also, you know, you got to do what you got to do with your... You know, when your kids want, want you to watch something, you know. But I bring this up because there's an actress on that show by the name of Chloe Cherry. Okay. I'm not sure what character. I don't remember her from, the, from what I saw of it. But this young woman is in hot water because she um she stole a blouse from a local store and got caught in her in her hometown apparently. And, Recently? Uh, yes, this past week she stole a $28 blouse. So according to sources, Chloe entered the building. Oh, she plays Faye. Faye. I don't yeah. remember that character. Yeah, I don't think you saw that part. Um so anyway, Sound like a tree just fell on our house. How did yeah. you hear that? Hope a tree didn't fall on our house. As you mentioned in the weather segment earlier, the wind is blowing violently out there. <laughs> um, the character, um, she, she, she entered the building character shopping complex. Building character? Building character shopping complex. Oh, the shopping complex is called building character. Um, on December 27th, so this was a couple months ago, she took a $28 blouse into a dressing room and then held on to the blouse and left without paying. That's called shoplifting, Heather. Wow. What? 28 bucks. Yes. She paid for other items using a credit card, but is accused of not paying for the blouse. So she bought some other things, but she decided that blouse, she was going to steal that blouse. But did she intend to steal that blouse? I yes. I the word blouse. 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 <laughs> blouse Van Bulow. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not nuts about blouse or trousers. Blouse and culo. I don't like blouse or trousers. I like trousers. Okay, so... And I hate it when you use the word panties. Oh, I don't use that word. You and so, I were in, um, speaking of panties... Oh, my God. ...and mall and, and, and building character. You took me to the mall the other day because you wanted to buy some panties. You, uh, took me into, you took me into Aerie. Yeah, well, they, they have a good deal on underpants. And I thought... Well, I can get my underpants there. It's like you get six for 30 bucks. And I was sort of assuming that you would wait outside. Well, here's what happened. Can I, can I explain <laughs> what happened? So when you said, I'm going to Aerie, okay, and this was a, you know, this was a lazy 
midweek afternoon at the mall. Not, not a lot of action at the mall. And I said, I'll wait out here. But I had no idea it was going to take you that long to pick up panties, as you call them. I, I don't call them that. Anyway, you know, when I go, when I pick out underwear, when I pick out underwear, I pick out underwear. It takes me a minute. But so I'm standing. The men's underwear jumbled in a big pile. But I'm standing outside in the mall. People are looking at me like I'm a creepy old man because I'm just standing there aimlessly. Outside of Aerie, where like teenage girls shop for bras and underwear. So I'm just standing there. And then I realize, well, I can't just stand here because people are starting to wonder why is that creepy middle-aged man standing around. Then I walk into Aerie, and it's all young women, like, folding things in this little shop. And I'm walking in, they're all looking at me, and I'm kind of nodding and saying hello to them, and I'm even more, more, more creepy because I can't find where you are because you're sort of bent down in this drawer. No, I can't see you. And then I'm standing there for 20 minutes while you're going through panties was awful. Anyway, the reason I bring up this, it, yeah, Chloe, yeah. Cherry, Heather, mm-hmm. and her her shoplifting is, um, it's kind of taught me a lesson because recently I've been because I used to do a lot of shoplifting, and these days it's really easy to shoplift, especially where we live. I mean, you go into CVS, you could you could no. steal the world. Well, and... that's only because they only have like one person that works there. But you shouldn't do that because you're on camera constantly. No, and you're you not on camera constantly. You don't need like if this if this person, Chloe Cherry, is in the news to the point that you found out about it for stealing a twenty eight dollars shirt. Imagine what would happen if you got caught shoplifting your chapsticks. At no, CBS. I would. I, I well, yeah, and so I'm just imagining. This TMZ exclusive, and it could very well be like my gnarly mangled ass uh, mugshot. Imagine me in a mugshot right now. I look like like I'm looking like Nick Nolte these days. Like you know, uh, Pulp Fiction star. You know, caught stealing. Uh, you know, my my hair my hair coloring stuff. Because that's what I was about to lift the other day. I was about to like, pop, I was about to shove that down my jacket. No, you weren't. You wouldn't do that. Yes, Heather, you're right. I wouldn't. You know, you remember Gary Glitter? Uh, I remember the name Gary Glitter. Before your time, he was like a glam rock guy. He did a song, um, Rock and Roll. I think it's called Rock and Roll Part Two. You know that song? Yeah. Boom. They play it at football games a lot. You know that song? Oh, yes. I know that song. He's um, 78, and he just got out of prison um, after serving half of a 16-year prison sentence. Can you guess why he was in prison? Uh, Gary Glitter. Let's see. Was it on some sort of sexual assault? Is that your guess? Is that your final answer? Mm -hmm. Can you be more specific with your answer? This is for $100,000. Sexually assaulted... An animal. Final answer? Yeah. Gary Glitter was recently released from serving half of a 16-year sentence. The question is, for what was he serving a sentence for? Your for answer, what was he serving a sentence for? Your answer was sexually assaulting an animal. 
for yeah. $150,000. anything sexual you do to an animal would be assault. Right? The judges, she asks, is anything you do sexually to an animal an assault? The judges are saying yes. Okay. Is this your final answer? Yes. Final answer. Gary Glitter was recently released from serving half of a 16-year prison sentence. For what charges was he serving? Jesus Christ. Your answer was sexually assaulting an animal. Is this your final answer? Yes. For $150,000. Your answer is incorrect. Ugh. What, what, what did he do? I have no idea. What? No, how, then he how was, would you know? He was, he, the 70-year-old former star rose to fame in the 70s for a string of hits, including Rock and Roll Part 2, which is... And so he was, he was um, arrested for um, sexual intercourse with a girl under the age of 12. Oh, Jesus. Oh my God! But that no, that's rape. It's I mean, you just have to say rape. Well, I didn't. I didn't. You know, I I, I didn't try his case. I wasn't the prosecutor. So during his 2015 trial, prosecutors described how he had um, abused his access to young fans as he became an international star in the 1970s. They they found out he was doing this when they were when they were um, investigating that other guy. Um, what's that guy's name? We saw saw a documentary about that guy, um, British presenter. Right. Forget that guy's name. Top now. of the Pops? Was he the top? Jimmy Saville. Yeah. Yeah. He was a longtime BBC host. Anyway, so this guy, Gary Glitter. Uh, yeah, so that's what he did. And, um, but why, I don't know why the hell they let him out after eight years. Yeah, why only half? And this is not his first case. Really? He's done this before? In the late 1990s, he served two months in jail after admitting to possessing 4,000 images of child pornography. Okay, this guy needs to just be put put away forever. 2006, he was sentenced to three years in prison in Vietnam. They should just put him in a, like a rowboat and shove him out to sea. For molesting two underage girls at a seaside villa he was Goodbye. renting. Goodbye, Gary Glitter. I mean, it's insane, these guys. Ugh, disgusting. There you go, Gary Glitter. Back out. Living freely amongst, although they say he's got to wear a um, an ankle thing. But how's that going to stop? What what when, whenever he gets like impure thoughts about underage people, he's going to like what that that thing's going to read his mind. And, That's you just know. so they can track his whereabouts. It doesn't tell them who he's with. Yes. Oh God. Do you have anything a little more lighthearted? Me? Yeah. Of to- course I do. I got I got something. How's this? Woman found alive after gasping for air in body bag at Iowa funeral home. What? Yeah. That makes Gary Glitter look like a happy story. Oh, my God. 66-year-old woman. God, I'm going to be 66 in not too long. Well, in a, in a, in a while. In okay. A, in, you're not in your 60s. No, thank you. God, I got scared for a minute. Spent... At least nearly 40 minutes in a body bag traveling from Glen Oaks Alzheimer's Special Care Center. Oh, no. God. She was pronounced dead, only to wake up hours later gasping for air at a funeral home in Iowa. I mean, can you imagine? She spent 40 minutes in a body bag. That used to happen all the time. That's They used to have, like, 
um, bells, like a, a bell when they buried someone. There would be like a rope that goes down into the coffin so that if you woke up buried, you could ring the bell and they could come get you. At approximately 8.26 a.m., funeral homes staff unzipped the bag and observed resident number one's chest was moving. This is how, I mean, how, don't they have a, other ways of knowing, yeah, knowing the, somebody's alive? How about a stethoscope? Hey, isn't that chest moving? Her chest is moving. I think she's alive. You think? The funeral home called 911 and, and, and hospice, when EMS uh, responded, they were able to record a pulse and a shallow breath. If that was me, you know what I'd say? I'd, I'd, I'd make a big, like, sh- like um, shiny um, re-entrance. I'd, I'd, I'd jump up and say, I'm back! This is making me think of Anne Heche. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Um, that was awful. Yeah, that was awful. She this, was is a, all, she, oh, this is awful. This is like Whaley family, like, dark, depressing hour. Anyway, this is, I consider this good news. The nurse told the agency she had been checking on the woman every hour on the hour throughout the night to administer lorazepam. That sounds fun. Lorazepam. Lorazepam. And morphine mm. is ordered for comfort. If somebody said, hey, you ready for your lorazepam? I'd say, fuck yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah, especially if you get a little chaser of morphine. The nurse said there was no breath sounds, and she also checked the woman's oh, so abdomen. She listened. she listened. And found no movement. How about checking her pulse or calling a doctor in before you put zip the body bag? Zip it in the bu- so what did this woman just have like in her cart? A body bag? There surely somebody else was involved, some EMTs or something. The you- the lady who's delivering the meds doesn't have the body bag. I'll tell you one thing. If I ever go into a nursing home, which I'm sure is imminent, because I know, yeah, I know, I'm, I know. What I already you, have your room booked. I know what you got in mind, and I see you're texting your side pieces, and you're like, "He's soon. He's going to be 66." All this bullshit that you're saying, but when I go in there, I'm going to, I'm going to put post-it notes all over the place saying, "Make sure I'm dead." Before you put me in a body bag, All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, if there's a body bag nearby, I'm gonna say, "Are you sure Frank is dead?" You could just have like a stethoscope on you, or like just have an Apple Watch, and they could just look at your watch and see if your heart's beating. You're talking about getting a tattoo, right? Yeah, I'm gonna get a tattoo. I just realized this. This is this is it. Yeah, I'm gonna get a tattoo on my chest saying, "Make sure I'm dead before you zip the body bag." That's like the. Do you remember in New York there was a story about the doctors were so overworked, and they were working like seventy-two hour shifts, and a guy was performing a surgery where he was supposed to amputate a man's right leg, and he accidentally amputated the left leg. So then the guy had to go back and amputate the leg that was supposed to be amputated, and now this man had no legs. So people were writing on their body parts. Not, like with Sharpie, not this arm. I would put that on my, I would put that, I would, I would put that on my penis. Like if I was, like, well, no, because if I was going to have my leg amputated, amputated, A-M-P-E-T-A-D-D-E-D, amputated, I would just want to make sure that, like, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be one-legged, I, w- I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want them to make a mistake and cut off like a part that 
that at least you're afraid that they're going to confuse your penis for your leg. Yeah, it could happen. I would just say not this. Don't cut the. I would say don't. I would just write him sharpie on my penis. Don't. This is not my leg. Because there's plenty of room for me to write all this. I would just write. Do not cut this off. This was not. Um. This does not need to be cut off. It is my right leg that needs to be cut off. Period. Thank you very much. Sincerely, Frank. Have a great weekend, everyone. Yes. Enjoy yourselves. And, um, you know, don't let the sun catch you crying. This is not very good podcast content.